Hey, good morning, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of After the Benediction. You got me, Laquan. Got your boy, Donovan. Good morning. What's up, bro? Chilling, chilling. Man, right. how was your uh, your Thanksgiving and your uh, weekend? Dang, it, it has been a while, right? It's like Friday now. Um, but I think Thanksgiving was really was really good, man. Really good. Got to spend time with the family. Um, you know, I got to see my got to see my grandma after not seeing her for a while. Um, so that was good. I went to my maternal grandmother's house, and also I went to my paternal grandmother's house, and you know, enjoyed my time with my family. You know, had some good food. I didn't overindulge on food, so I was feeling pretty good. You know, play some board games. Um, which was fun, like I said before. You know, mm-hmm. family. Um, went back to work Friday. You know, it's a busy day, but you know, it was cool. I uh, went to work Saturday. Um, then after work, went out and got you know, Kim's anniversary gift because we just celebrated our, you know, three year you know, anniversary together. And um, you know, we spent we spent our Sunday together after dropping AJ off. You know, went to a dinner. Uh, went to a movie. And I, I enjoy it. I enjoy I enjoy my my Thanksgiving semi break slash weekend. Uh, so it it was pretty dope, man. How about you? Uh everything was good, man. You know, just uh, relaxed. Did much of nothing. I was only off Thanksgiving. I worked um, Friday. I know some people had off. Some people worked. I worked Friday and Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and leftovers. I'm done you with work, leftovers. You, Saturday, you said you said you work Friday and Saturday. No, I just work Friday, Saturday, oh, Saturday um, the weekend. I was off as usual. Um, yeah, I think after like uh, what was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday. I was I was done with leftovers. I ain't I didn't even want no more Thanksgiving food. No, I didn't have any leftovers. I was over it after after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I had my friends at the house, and I ain't bring nothing home. I ain't, I ain't accept anything else anybody else um brought home. Yeah, that that was it for me. Just just Thursday. Okay, okay, yeah. I was on uh social media and stuff, and I'm seeing a lot of um. I don't know as the years is going on, I'm seeing a lot of people doing stuff other than uh the the. Tr- traditional thanksgiving dinner you know like i i was on facebook people was going i've seen i was seeing people going to like uh from here they was going to new york and i seen some people going golfing and stuff like that i guess and you know as time go on i guess people stepping out of the traditions of just because you know well, well you know a while back the only thing we did on thanksgiving was meet up with family and eat Mm-hmm. That was that was it. But I I watch see people, football, yeah, watch football whatever. exactly, and I see other uh, Thanksgiving traditions with their family and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was dope too. I I seen yeah. a lot of people hashtagging Friendsgiving. So like, I don't know what that is. A lot of people hung out with their with their friends. Um, <clears throat> like say like somebody just bought a house. For instance, you just got a house. And instead of like you going over to your grandmom's house or you know your parents' house, you have your friends and your family come to your house and you like call it friendsgiving. Like your friends get together, like your college buddies, 
you know, people you work with. And, you know, because a lot of people is trying to get away from that stigma of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not, you know, really Thanksgiving. You know, we're not, this, this national holiday is, you know, not a good one. So we want to get away from Thanksgiving because it's not what, you know, it truly means. Um, because, you know, in America made Thanksgiving this national holiday and it's, you know, not really like that. So I think a lot of people are trying to get away from that. They don't want to associate. Oh, got with, you. you okay. Know, the, the Native Americans and, you know, you know, colonizers and stuff like that. So they're trying to get away from that by calling their friends given. I think it, you know, takes them away from, you know, the past hurt that, you know, America caused on, you know, the others. Oh, okay. Got you. I never, I actually never heard of that. I'm like I I've seen it. I seen it pop up on like Facebook here and there, but I never like looked into it. Cause you know you got you know you got some people that's like, why y'all celebrating Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. The national holiday, yeah. and they killed the you know the Native Americans and stole their traditions and you know everything like that. So people are doing you know what they can to make sure they're not associated with that. Yeah, it's it's almost. I mean, and honestly, you could research a, a few things uh, and stuff like that. Now, I understand. I understand where they're coming from. Just like Columbus Day, Columbus didn't discover a place that was already discovered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't the only person that was here when he uh, supposedly got here. He wasn't the person. The first person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't the first person. You can't. You can't really discover something if you're not the first person. Somebody beat you to it. But, you know, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's just credit I, for, that, for that group project. That you ain't doing no exa- yeah. I understand completely. Um, shoot. That, that's, that's different. That's different. That's really different. So I, I understand where they're coming from. I understand yeah. completely where they're coming from. Me too. Uh, you talk to some Native Americans and, you know, that's the history. That's their ancestors. So, you know, they'll tell you in a heartbeat, you know, what Thanksgiving means to them. Yeah, just like if you just like if you talk to some African-Americans, um, they'll tell you in a heartbeat what Fourth of July means to them. And it means mm-hmm. nothing because, you know, Fourth of July, the, you know, independence, you know, there was still slavery going on. So to African-Americans, what does the Fourth of July mean? Right. Nothing, because I was uh, my ancestors were still slaves, and you know we know that a slave wasn't even considered human. Mm-hmm. So you know we was like a, a a tenth or a third of it was like a third of a human, something like that. It was documented that we was like a third of a person, something. It was something crazy, but um. So yeah, I, I understand. I understand people want to shake up the norms and want to shake up the traditional things and trying to, you know, eliminate the historical meaning of certain things. So I I understand it. I understand it. I can dig it. Yeah. Um. I was oh, another thing I seen on uh, social media. I was seeing a lot of people having church. I've seen a lot of people having church on Thanksgiving and, you know, having Thanksgiving services and, you know, Black Friday services and stuff like that. Just seeing a lot of that. And it kind of raised the question. And I know um, 
Hebrews 10 and 25 tells us to not forsake the assembly, you know, you know, of Christians. So not not forsake coming together and, you know, fellowshipping with each other. But a question I wanted to raise is. In 2018, going on 2019, is there a such thing? Is too much church. I think it's a, I think it's a such thing as too much anything. I don't think too much of anything is good for you. Um, so I, I think I think that the answer to that is yes. I think I think it is a, you know, um, a such thing as too much church. Um, because you need you need to find you need to find a balance. You need to find a balance in everything. Um, if you you know you, you're always in church, like how do you have time to to live out what you're learning in church? Um, if you're you're always there for every, you know, for for you know every event, you know every holiday, you know, because you you got people in your family that that don't go to church, so you you know I think you think you're if you're in church so much, you're essentially making the people that's a part of your church your real family. And that's not the family that God gave. You know, that's not that's not the family you were born into. Yeah, that's and your I church family. Yeah, and, you know, it's not wrong with you know, it's not wrong balance. with being close and and you know and loving yourself. Because some church family is like real family. I mean, the church mm-hmm. I've been, uh, the church I went to, I've been to all my life. So some of my church family was like, I loved them like real relatives type right. of thing. But I, I understand completely what you're saying. It's not your immediate family. They're not your wife. They're not your kids. Mm-hmm. I, go, yeah, my bad. I cut you off. Yeah, no, nah, it, it's just, I'm just, you know, just thinking about it. I never really thought about it. But yeah, I think there is a such thing as too much church. I know sometimes, like the last two weeks, I did not go to church. Um, the Sunday before, I decided to go see my, my cousin um, in, in prison. So, um, I didn't. I didn't think it was, you know, wise for me to go to church and have to leave early, you know, to make it to see him. So, I did watch it online, um, you know, and I got to spend that time, you know, with myself. And then this this Sunday that just passed, I didn't go either. Um, my mom needed my car. Um, I actually, you know, woke up a little bit later, so I just I decided to stay home and you know watching on you know watching online, and you know just enjoy enjoy the, the sermon from there. But you know, sometimes I think. I don't even be wanting to go to church all the time. So when I when I get that, you know, chance to, you know, to take a break from it, you know, I try to take my break and um trying to stay away from too long because you can get comfortable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think that is a such thing. And even some pastors they say, you know, they're tired of going to church, like because you know, as as a human, you you know, you, you get tired of doing things you have to do, you feel like you have to do. Um so, so yeah, I, th- I think it's a such thing as too much church. Yeah, and like, like you said, like, um, like you, you said, you, you the last couple Sundays you haven't went, and you know, but you don't want to make that a habit. I mean, right. you understand and you're conscious enough to know that you don't want to make not going to church a habit, but you did miss a Sunday. And me personally, ain't kill me. you know, if somebody exactly somebody you missed a Sunday. You missed a Sunday or two or something like that. It ain't the end of the world. You're not going to hell. Like, like you haven't you you don't even have to pray and ask for forgiveness because I don't. That's not even a sin. 
It's right. not like it's not it's not like a sin that you miss a Sunday. It's not a sin that you miss Bible study. It's not a sin that you miss church service. But it's just like some, especially some of the more traditional churches, they kind of like guilt trip you. Mm. Where you when you when you don't come to every service. I even heard you know, I even heard some pastors will guilt trip parents and children you know when they choose extracurricular activities over church mm-hmm. like when they got football basketball games and stuff like that like when they doing extra stuff outside of the church guilt trip you like that you like that you didn't put the church first and make you feel like you're not putting god first because yeah. you 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 play football you play basketball or something and, you and you're not them. you're, you're not able exactly so it's just like you know, during football season, some games, some um, some sports like soccer and stuff like that. I know my uh, little god sister; she plays soccer, and during the soccer season, the games is on Sundays. So she'll come; she probably come to like uh, Sunday school or something like that, then leave, or might not make it to Sunday school if she got an early game. But they'll come at the end of service, kind of like when pastor preaching or whatever, something like that. Like, I even heard people say, like, over the pulpit, like, well, you know, you got to, like, you pretty much got to choose. You, you Basically, almost, you shouldn't be playing a sport that takes you away from church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's, to that's me, crazy. that's not, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't con- I don't agree with that. First of all, I I don't agree with it. And I believe like you said, like like you said, there is a time and point where you know that's too much. You know, too much church can pretty much hurt you. Mhm. It can it can and too like anything and drive you away from it like if you start to feel like you're obligated to it, you start to feel like you're dependent upon it. And like, you know, you got some people that's dependent upon the place and not what they need to be dependent upon. Like, so if you go to church too much, you can be dependent upon the people in the church or being in that actual building, you know, as a safe haven instead of, you know, that that fellowship with God in Jesus Christ. So, you know, spending too much time in the church and your church duties and, you know, stuff like that can actually take you away from God. And then also it can have you like, man, screw this. Is this too much? It's too stressful. I'm out and just abandon the church altogether. So, so you gotta, you have to have a balance. And I think it's, you know, just like with any relationship you're in, whether it's like, you know, a friendship or, you know, you you have a um, a life partner, a significant other, or anything like that. Too much time with that person can drive you crazy. Too much time with that thing can drive you crazy. So you need that, you need that space, you know, like for yourself. Sometimes, you know, you mm-hmm. need that balance. Yeah, I think with anything. Yeah, and, and like I'm, I know uh, I'm not one hundred percent sure where where it is, but I know Paul said in the Bible that <clears throat> he wishes people can be single and mm-hmm. devote all their time to God. He said, "But if you're not, that means you can't devote all your time to God." Because mm-hmm. you're you you have a family, you have responsibilities. 
And basically, what I took from that is even Paul know that as a married person, as a parent, you don't have all your time to devote reading a Bible, praying, going mm-hmm. to church. There, there is life. Like I was talking to my wife one time, like, you know, some churches and, you know, we still like, I, I don't have nothing against revivals. It's not, well, you know, I don't know. Nowadays, it seems like some churches having a revival every other week. You know, you still go to some, some, some doctrines and um, some um, denominations. It seems like they have a revival all the time. I see a bunch of flyers on Facebook, different some of my different uh, preacher friends and stuff like that. And you I, you know, those flyers? No, I ain't make none of. But <laughs> I like I see so many different things and so much going on. It's just like every like it's some churches. It's just like every week they having like three different services and stuff. Like when do these parents like when you look at when you look at the scope of things, you know, you look at the, the life of somebody, they, they go to work, the kids go to school, you come home from work, you don't even really have time to cook. Mm-hmm. You're forced to eat something quick. You're forced to get dressed, get the kids ready for church, blah, 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 go to church, come home. And, you know, God forbid, you know, the spirit take over. And you in church till about uh, 10, 10 o'clock, Depending on which denomination you is, because some 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 of my uh, some of my Pentecostal holiness uh, brothers and sisters, they take you out all night. Yeah, I got I got a um a coworker that's that um that's part of the Pentecostal um church, and he's in Brooklyn like every like every Sunday because that's that's where his church is, and he be telling me sometimes they don't be getting out of church to like six seven o'clock. And that's like, what and I'm that's saying. Like the service, like the regular, we have like three or four services a day, and then he has to drive back from Brooklyn to Jersey, um, to to get um, you know, to get to work the next morning. And he got kids and a wife. And, that's what I'm you know, saying. It's just, it's just crazy. And then like make when, it work though. When do you have time to sit down and do homework with your kids? Hmm. actually have fun with your kids enjoy like when do you if you at church three four times a week when do you have time to actually sit down with your family and actually minister to your family mm-hmm. and and that's another issue with too much church sometimes when you're going to church and you kind of spoke on it when you say church can become a hindrance to um you know certain things in your personal life yeah, it's it's to me personally, when to when you go to church so much, a lot of parents get real relaxed, and they allow the church to be that uh, the uh, the preacher or the minister to their children when it's really mm-hmm. the parents' job. Yep. Like it's it's really it's it's really like as a father, you know, I'm supposed to be uh, um ministering to my children teaching my children about god exactly i'm supposed to be doing that but when you realize sometimes when people go to church so much they go when once they get home god is barely even talked about god is barely even spoken about 
Because you've been in church so much, so now there's no ministering going on at home because you pretty much leave it to the, the Sunday school teachers at church. You leave it to the, the youth, the, 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 the children's church pastor and stuff like that. So once you come home, you might ask them what you learned in church today, what y'all talking about in church today, they tell you. And that's it for the rest of the week. You ain't talking about nothing else mm. and stuff like that. Like, it's just so, and I believe it's uh, that's like it's kind of like personal with me because at the end of the day, I went to a traditional church for all my life. So when I tell you I was in church Sunday, Sunday, uh, in church Sunday, all day Sunday, Sunday school, 11 o'clock service, afternoon service, ate dinner at the church, and we had afternoon service. Um, uh, at church Wednesdays, at church Thursdays, at church Fridays, mm. at church uh, sometimes on Saturdays. It's just mm. like, it's like when do you, when do you, like really have time to, like live? Yeah, like when does that? When do you? When you do you learn. really have time to have that balance? Mm-hmm. Like it's in in this another. I know people that personally. It's not, they don't have something against God. They have something against church. Like, I know people that say, oh, I believe in God wholeheartedly. I believe in Christ. I believe in that he died on the cross. They believe all of that. Mm -hmm. But it's church that they have an issue with. And because one of the reasons is because as, as kids, their parents went to church. I know kids that said they're, because they're father was a deacon or involved heavily in a church or a father was a preacher they never came to basketball games they never came to any day sporting events because they was always in church right everything like they missed they missed out on a lot of their life because they was always in church like and you have to be careful when you're raising kids and when you're bringing kids up because kids don't understand that babies don't understand don't understand your job or your obligation to the church. They just know you wasn't there. And they, they I, and, and in, church. exactly in their eyes, church was the enemy because it took you away from them. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I hope this conversation didn't make somebody think I'm against church or make a uh, hope didn't make them think I was against going to church because that's far from the truth. Right, I right, love right. church. I love church. I love to hear the word. I love everything about it. But sometimes it can be too it much. It can be too much. It can be too much because it's like like those like having schedules like and you're bombarded with, you know, having to be on time, having to be at this place, having to be at that place, you know, at this time. And it, you know, it it turns into like a form of bondage. Like, and when you feel like you can't meet those obligations, you know, it, it causes some stress. It causes some anxiety. It causes exactly. you to compare yourself to other people. Like, how can this person have 12 kids and they can still make it to church and yada, 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 and I can't. So it causes that, those, you know, that anxiety. And, like, uh, it's, it's very, it's very unhealthy. Yeah, um, my it, mom speaks to a counselor, and she she said that she, she, she told her counselor, hey, I be feeling like I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. I don't ever get to do anything, you know, outside of, you know, what I'm doing. I don't feel like I'm getting rewarded. 
And she said that her counselor said it's okay to break the rules. It's 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 okay to break the rules. You don't have to be perfect. And I think basically what what I get from that is, you know, you people feel like you know all this church be going to, it's gonna be good because I'm going I'm going to go to heaven. You know I'm a, I'm doing what I'm supposed <laughs> to do to get into heaven, and 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 then they really don't understand that you know it's causing you know them stress and to just let loose sometimes say hey man look I'm not going to church on Sunday. I ain't even going to church on Wednesday. Um, I got I got plans. I'm, I'm gonna make those happen. I'm gonna have some fun. I'm gonna sit home and read. I'm gonna go to the library. I'm gonna do it's, something that I want. Hey, bro, do. it's okay to take a sabbatical. Yep, it's okay. Mm-hmm. If you bro, got to the that too. If you got to the point where you said you needed to take a week off or two weeks off. Or something like that. It's okay. Okay. People be like, I love what your counselor said to your mom. It's okay to break the rules sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. I'm not saying I'm not saying go, go, go sin. You know, I'm not but... saying go sin or go break the law. No, 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 no. I'm not saying yeah. none of that. Don't don't don't. I'm, I'm hoping everybody that. understood that. But it's okay. <laughs> well, I'm talking about pertaining to you know church. It's okay mm-hmm. if you. I had to tell my grandma that my bro, my grandma's seventy something years old. And she was she was complaining, oh, I gotta be at the church, I gotta be, I gotta be this, I gotta be that. And it was a lot going on with my brother at the time, too. Yeah. And I was like, Grandma, I said, Grandma, you are 70. I think my grandma's 72, 71, 72. Like, Grandma, it's okay. You've been a part of that church for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. 35, how old am I? About 35. No, probably longer than that. 40 something years. However old my mom and them is. You've been a part of that church for that long. You've been going faithfully. You've been giving faithfully. You've been doing this. Grandma, it's okay to take a day or two off. It's okay okay not to go to a service. You're not sinning against God. And you're not not going to hell. You're not missing anything. Like, I really, because sometimes you really be stressed. Oh, I got to get to the church. I got to do that. I got, uh, Grandma, it's okay. Trust me. If you're not there, if you're not there, it's still going to get done. Church mm-hmm. service still going to happen. Like, it's okay. Like, sometimes, you know, but, bro, uh, man, I'm, I'm going to pray on, I'm going, I'm going to pray on this one because, uh, I mean, I, I just want to, you know, I, I really want God to speak speak to me on this particular subject because, mm-hmm. you know, I do want to kind of go further and, you know, dig a little deeper, you know, in the future. I don't know exactly how God is going to allow me to do that, but I feel as though, you know, in some of the some of the newer churches, you know, that cater to millennials do have it. But it is a lot of the traditional churches that still need to understand, you know, that and you know that sometimes it can it needs to be a balance. Right. It needs to be a balance. And you know, you, you hear some of the like my grandma, she's from the south, she's seventy something years old. You know, you leave it to her every time the church every time the door church doors is open, you're supposed to be there. That's just how that's how she was raised. 
that's just how she was as a child. Her grandma, her mom dragged her to church every time the doors was open. So she dragged us to church every time the doors was open. I mean, I'm not going to do that with my kids. Mm-hmm. They, they, I'm going to minister to them. They will know. They, they'll probably know the Bible from front to back. They, they're going to be in church, but I'm not going to subject them to being in church every time the church doors open because right. you don't have to be there. It's it's still going to go on. The the word of God still is going to come forth. The service is still going to run smoothly, whether you're there or not. And it's just you have to have that balance. And before I go, I know you got to go, bro. Before I, it was it was one thing. I don't know if I said this on here, but my coworker, one one of my coworkers, I remember I asked him one time. You know how was I, I was like how was lunch? How was uh, lunch and everything? He said, "Oh, brother, um." brother, I don't eat lunch. You know, I like to fast. And I'm like, like, I'm like, okay. He like, yeah. He said, I like to fast because, you know, I like to live in a spiritual realm. (laughs) And I'm just, and I'm like, you like to fast because you like to live in a spiritual realm. And I understood what he was trying to say because, you know, when you, when you deny the flesh, Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they say, you know, you can hear God clearer, you can you can think clearer when you fast and different things like that. So I understand what he was saying, you know, listen to the spirit, you know, discernment, stuff like that. Understand where he was going. But bro, you need balance. You can't live in the spiritual realm because you are a natural person. You have a natural right. body, you live in a natural world. You can't live in the spiritual realm. That's just an unbalanced person. And there's mm-hmm. nothing there's nothing I can talk about. There's nothing regular I can talk to him about. Everything goes to spiritual. Yeah, you gotta first live in the natural. You gotta live in the natural first, because like you said, we're we're natural creatures. Uh, we're we're not you're not in the spiritual world. I mean, you you have your moments. Like me, I know, I know. Um, I deny my flesh a lot because sometimes I feel like I need to gain control. Yeah, um, that's understandable. Over, yeah, that's over you know my intake, certain, like I be exactly. deleting my social media because I feel like I need to gain control over my time. It's taking my balance away. I need to. Um, I'm, I'm eating too many fried foods. I need to to fast to understand that I have some control. You bro, know, you got it. Balance. You on. You got it. One hundred percent, bro. There's not no, okay, I need to live in a spiritual realm, so I'm just going to go to, go on a hiatus. I'm not going to eat anything. I'm not going to talk to anybody. Nobody's going to know me because I'm living in the spiritual realm, and, you know, y'all aren't. So, you can't, like, nothing like that. And it's just, bro, like, you, I'm I'm serious. You talk to him, hey, bro, you seen a football game? Like, like, he will, he will start saying something about the Bible, like, about God or the Bible or or something, and I'm like, man, you can't have it. Like, bro, I I know the bro. When I tell you, I I love God with all my heart. I know the word. I love reading the word. I love talking about the word. But not every single conversation I have with you need to be about the word. Can we have a regular conversation? They be people. 
<laughs> like, can we exactly can we have a regular conversation? Can we talk about the basketball game? Can we talk about the football game? <laughs> can I ask you, you know, how like like I can't even ask you how lunch was because you I like to live in the spiritual realm. You know, I I need God to continue to feed me every day. I don't eat natural food. I eat spiritual food. <laughs> like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, like, for real? Like, come on, man. Bro. So, I mean, it's like you said, like you said earlier, you hit the nail on the head. Balance. You need balance. Oh, yeah, please, man. balance. Everybody, everybody. Church say, Balance. Let the church say balance. High five for people and Yo, say balance. <laughs> Slap your neighbor and say balance. You left and look to your right and say balance. Look behind you. I need you to do five jumping jacks and say balance, balance, balance. No, but for real, bro. Balance, man. That's important. And that's just important in life, man. Because like even, even with work, I'll be feeling myself, you know, losing my balance, losing my grip, and losing my control. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk off. I'm gonna go take a break. I'm gonna go take a walk. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go read, and then I'm gonna come back because I'm not gonna let the job stress me out anymore um, than I've allowed it in the past. And you know, like you said, you need those sabbaticals, even if it's ten minutes. Um, I read, I read um, an article, and a guy said, "I get more work done with the more work with, with the more breaks that I take." He said, "When I feel like I'm, I'm just plunging at my work, just going, 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 like the energizing." Bu- Energizer bunny, energizer mm-hmm. bunny, it like drains me out. And then I don't want to do anything else. He said, but when I take my breaks, when I take like a 10 minute, five minute, even a two minute, take a lap and come back to it, I feel refreshed. Um, I feel renewed and I feel energized. So take 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 breaks, man. Take it mm-hmm. take me look at you and think that he maybe he's breaking too much. Why do you keep getting up? What's wrong with you? Nah, it's it's to, to to regain some balance because you feel like you're losing grip sometimes. Facts, bro. Facts. Big facts. Well, bro, I know you got to get up out of here, man. I appreciate you for coming on with for the, with me and everything. Uh, this has been a great episode, bro. Man, I want to thank everybody for listening to After Benediction. Please uh, don't forget to share if this has been a blessing to you if this have uh, if you agree with it if you don't agree with it i mean I, I would love to hear any feedback if you know something that i don't know please share it with me um you know we we iron sharpening iron and we you know we got to teach each other we got to help each other grow mm-hmm. um so you know i'll see you guys tomorrow um Bro, thanks again, man. I appreciate you uh, 100%, man. I appreciate you, bro. Um, I'll holler at you, bro. All right? All right. Enjoy your day. All right, man. Peace, bro.